0: Have you wondered of late, what on earth is God doing? We may not understand all of God's purposes and plans, but we as believers in Christ each have a part in his unfolding plan, wherever we are in life and whatever he has called us to do. God did not create the world, then walked away from it, leaving it to its own fate. Throughout Scripture, we read about God's amazing providential care throughout the world, especially in the lives of His children. The word providential means that God's hand is actively involved in world affairs, in human government, in the church, and in each of our lives. God ordains every circumstance in our lives without taking away our duty of living responsibly in a fallen world. The book of Esther in the Old Testament introduces us to a young Jewish girl brought up by her cousin Mordecai after the death of her parents. This occurred during the time Israel was still in captivity under the rule of the Medes and Persians who gained control after their invasion of the Babylonian Empire. The king was the most powerful man in the known world at that period. He had disposed of his wife and was in search of a new queen. His officials were to find the most beautiful young virgin women in the land, and they selected Esther among other women who were to be presented before the king for his final decision. The king chose Esther because God was directing his choice. God was orchestrating every detail in this decision, for he had a plan. He would use Esther to help protect and prevent the annihilation of his people. There will always be those who will try to oppose God's purposes, but no one can frustrate God's plans. The prime minister in the Medes-Persian Empire was Haman. He despised the Jews because of his hatred toward Mordecai. Therefore, he made a decree that was signed and sealed by the king that on a certain month and day, all Jews were to be executed in all the 127 provinces of the kingdom. Unknown to the king at the time of signing the decree, his new queen, whom he loved, and her people were Jewish and therefore appointed for destruction. I point out these few details of the story to help emphasize God's sovereign rule over the affairs of man and his providential care over our lives. But I encourage you to read the small book of Esther for more details and deeper insights. We may not always know or understand what God is doing, but we can be assured that he has a perfect plan. For Mordecai heard of the evil plot against the Jews, and he sent a messenger to Esther and asked her to plead before the king on behalf of her people. It terrified Esther, knowing that if anyone approached the king without being called, it could mean penalty of death. But Mordecai admonished her by stating perhaps it was for such a time as this that she was chosen as queen to intervene and save her people from annihilation. Upon hearing Mordecai's response, she asked him to gather the Jewish people in the city and call for a three-day fast, for she was to approach the king on the third day. When the king saw her, he extended his golden scepter and said that he would give her whatever she wished, even up to half his kingdom. She had found favor in the eyes of the king. She invited him and Haman over for dinner for two straight nights and on the second night told the king the evil plot Haman had devised to destroy her and her people. The king was very furious, and they immediately sent Haman to the gallows, the same gallows he built, hoping to hang Mordecai. In Proverbs 11, verse 8, New King James Version, it states, The righteous is delivered from trouble, and he comes to the wicked instead. God has a plan, and he is the one in control at all times. He may permit evil to come to power for a short period so that he can show forth his glory and power, which he did in Egypt centuries earlier, and as he was also doing here for the Jewish people. The king sent out a new decree to all the provinces, stating that the Jewish people could defend themselves because there could not be an annulment to the previous one, which called for the destruction of the Jewish people. On the day appointed for the extermination of the Jews, many rose to attack and destroy them. But God gave his people the victory over their enemies, and about 75,000 of them fell that day. God turned the evil plot against them. Things may seem contrary to us, but it can be the very thing God will use to bring about his plan, not only for our lives, but for others as well. Perhaps you are in a difficult trial. Pray that God will use your example of patience and trust in Him as an encouragement to others. However, we can often be tempted to view our difficulties as times of defeat, but these can be God's opportunities to fulfill a greater purpose in and through them. You may not be subject to any conspiracy plot against your life, but may experience hardships in marriage, family life, health, work, or community. God desires for us to know and trust that many times He is silently at work, behind the scenes, working out His plan. God's Word teaches that God is good all the time. This does not mean that we will live trouble-free or stress-free lives, for we live in a dark and fallen world. But He promises to work all things together for our good. Therefore, let us continue to trust Him, for He is in control and directing all the circumstances we are facing today. Perhaps some circumstances we are facing resulted from our own wrongdoing, But we can commit these to the Lord and he can turn these around for good. As we see the decline of our nation and the departure from the spiritual principles and values our country was built upon, it would be wise to keep in mind that we are called to be part of a greater work that he is accomplishing today despite the evil we see daily. God will often use evil to accomplish his plan. We therefore encourage to do our part to live as lights in a dark world and as the salt of the earth that is a preserving influence on our culture for such a time as this. The book of Esther reminds us that God is at work in our world, and in particular, our lives, working out His eternal purposes toward a glorious end where Christ will rule and reign forevermore. Remember, God has a plan. Therefore, let us not focus on the evil of our day, for it will lead us to despair But as we choose to look to the Lord, keeping our eyes fixed upon him at all times, we will abound in hope. The Apostle Paul said in Romans 15, verse 4, For whatever things were written before were written for our learning, that we, through the patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. God has a plan and therefore our hope is not in this world, but our hope lies in who God is and in his promise of eternal life where those who have come to faith in Christ will live with him in heaven forever, that where he is, we shall always be.